quickly connect callers, they were expected to monitor the calls and help out if the callers couldn't understand each other. The problem? The first operators were teenage boys who developed a rep for being, well, kind of jerks. They were impatient. They cursed. The solution seemed obvious. Replace them with girls. On September 1st, 1878, Boston's telephone dispatch company hired the first female operator, Emma Nutt. She liked to joke she was glad her first name wasn't Ima. In addition to that sense of humor, Emma also had a pleasant voice. And unlike the male delinquents who preceded her, Emma and her fellow women didn't have many other career options, so they put up with a lot more hassle. Soon, America's switchboards were all run by female operators. It wasn't a cakewalk. Operators worked 12-hour shifts, for which they earned a measly 10 or so bucks per month. And as an early operator named Marie McGrath told PBS, it was a less-than-nurturing work environment. Very, very strict at the board. No talking, no, don't dare look around. If you moved your head, you'd have five supervisors at your position. You could only use certain phrases, number please and thank you. The customer could say anything they wanted to you and you would say thank you. You're a stinker, thank you. Still, Emma Nutt seemed to make peace with her gig. She worked as an operator for over 30 years and was said to have memorized the entire New England phone book. A century later, a telecom company started offering what was basically an automated virtual phone operator for offices. They named the system Emma. So that was the history lesson. Now for a drink to go along with it. I am joined by Naomi Levy. She is bar manager at Eastern Standard in Boston, Massachusetts, the city that Emma Nutt worked on the switchboard. Uh, Naomi, what cocktail did this story inspire you to make? This story inspired me to make a drink that I am naming the switchboard. There is okay. no more appropriate name. <laughs> um, and uh, for this cocktail, uh, what I wanted to do was kind of switch up a cocktail that some of us may know about, the Marconi Wireless, which is actually named for another pioneer in early communication. Of all the people to get their own drink, you know, you would think like Frank Sinatra would have a drink, right. or but Marconi. Right. And um, I believe it was actually uh, invented at the Waldorf Astoria in New York. Um, it was believed that he stayed there during one of the times that he got an award, and this was his drink of choice, essentially an Applejack Manhattan. Interesting. Yeah. Now, we are going to switch it up for the mm -hmm. switchboard. We're switching it from essentially a Manhattan variant to a Negroni variant. Wait, wait why didn't they get a Marconi Negroni? I mean, that's really what they should have given I don't know. Right, he, should, he was Italian, too. That would make sense. Exactly. The Campari, the rhyme, it was just right there. It really was. You know what? That's okay. going to be the next drink I come up with. All, All right. right. So the switchboard is an ounce and a half of Laird's bonded Applejack. That's going to be the 100-proof stuff. Okay. With three quarters of an ounce of Cookie Americano, which is our vermouth, as well as three quarters of an ounce of Aperol, being our bitter orange in there. Give that a nice stir, and we're serving that uh, right over the rock. And wait for it to connect to your brain. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Sip slowly. Enjoy it. It's definitely a nice kind of little bit more of a feminine drink versus the Marconi Wireless. We're trying to, we're trying to make it something that Emma would would hopefully enjoy after a long, 
long day at the switchboards. You want to make something that Emma would be nuts about. Right. <laughs> so, Brendan, here's some trivia. Okay. According to some accounts, the phone company is preferred hiring women with long arms because right. they needed, apparently, to reach the top of the switchboard easily. Gotcha. This must have decimated the synchronized swimming industry <laughs> back in the day, you know? I'm sure it was catastrophic. Yeah, for that's, why they, that's why they came up with the golden swim cap. Oh. Yeah, the lure, the lure people back. It's enticing. Into the pool. It kept my attention. People, we have drinks for folks with any length of arm. Hmm. You'll find all our recipes at dinnerpartydownload.org. to eavesdrop. Writer, actor, and returning guest Greta Gerwig starred in the indie film hits Greenberg, Damsels in Distress, and Frances Ha. The latter earned her a golden...